0: Well, this isn't very good. It certainly does suck!
1: Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema where these movies try too hard or know what they are, Endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. I almost forgot who I was. <laughs> The, the, I was so so taken in by this movie. So taken, well, yeah, taken in by this movie, and also disoriented by uh, last week's movie, um, which oh, concluded yeah. Jean Claude January. Yeah, so Thank, rough. It was a, that was a rough month. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for coming back, everybody. Yep. This is going to be the last month of Sucktastic Cinema Shows. Yes. Oh. Because, oh boy, where the, did that come from? Our <laughs> ghost friend is back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, howdy, partner. Yes, we'll get to you in just a second here, sir. So don't haunt us. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, no promises. Yeah. okay. Oh. <laughs> Any, anywho, yeah. we'll get to Mr. Boo. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, uh, but yes, this is our last month of shows for Sucktastic Cinema. Mm-hmm. As you, if you if proper if you've been listening to the show in the last month, uh, we unceremoniously announced that we're bringing back <laughs> yeah. uh, our. Our first show was just Matt and I, the Radcast. Mm-hmm. We're consuming Sucktastic Cinema into a one-month or a, a per-month series yeah. called Radcast Riffs. Mm-hmm. We, just, we, missed, we missed it too much. We did. We missed plus, it too much. we want to talk about things that we like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's there's a lot of subjects to where we're like, if we're still doing the Radcast, it'd be great to do. But yeah. So that's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even add a video element. Ooh, there is no maybe involved, Steve. Yes, yeah. yeah. so pretty soon we will release a, uh, I guess like a teaser for yeah. what's what's to come yeah. for mm-hmm. this for this current iteration of the Radcast. Yep. But we're not on the Radcast right now. We're still in Sucktastic Cinema, and we are talking about a movie called The Tuxedo. Yes. Today, which actually celebrates twenty years, twenty well, years on that? this earth. Well, how about that, Jackie yeah. Chan? Yes, Jackie Chan, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and a a, uh, a messy movie, but yes, not a unbearably messy movie. No, last week it's still a watch. You sit there and like, you you call mm-hmm. everything into yeah. question pretty much. Yeah. But it, I mean, Jackie Chan is so endlessly likable. Yep. Yeah. And then, as you heard already, everybody, we have a special guest who'll be joining us. Before mm-hmm. we get to him. Matt, why don't you let everyone know where they can find us yes, still. Yes, you can find us on Instagram. We're at SucktasticPod. You can also find us on Twitter, at SucktasticCin, C-I-N for cinema. And as you know, you listeners are our sinners. So if this is your first time, welcome, Sinner. Welcome, Sinner. If this is you, or if you're a returning guest, welcome back, sinner. A returning it's listener, to be a center. <laughs> yes. it is good to be a so, sinner. It is good to be a sinner. Thank you, Mister so Ghost. So says one of the top booster sinners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and uh, we love you more than this movie loves to set up plot points and not pay them off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and which means we love you a lot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, with all that being said, it's movie time.
2: Oh, you know, And now for our feature
1: presentation. The Tuxedo was released September 27th, 2002. Directed by Kevin Donovan, starring the great Jackie Chan mm-hmm. as Jimmy Tong, the lovely Jennifer Love Hewitt, the ravishing, Hewitt, Jennifer, the ravishing Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt as Del Blaine. Mm-hmm. It's actually Co- one of the worst parts of the movie. Yeah, she is. Oh. Uh, Richie Koster or Richie Coaster as Dietrich Banning, Peter Stomare as Dr. Sims, Jason Isaacs as Clark Devlin. Debbie Mazar as Stina with Bob Balaban and James Brown. Yes, which I <laughs> not would, Bob Balaban as James Brown. I would be curious to see a movie with just Bob Balaban and James Brown. Yeah, a buddy <laughs> uh, cop movie. Yeah, with actually a box office of one hundred and four million dollars on a sixty million dollar budget. All so right, it made money. It's, it's probably kid, the parents probably took their kids to see it, and they're like, "This isn't a kids' movie." Yeah, exactly. We'll get into that. We thought it'd be a funny, singing, dancing um, Jackie Chan possessed by a tuxedo. Yeah, a lot, a, a lot of the typical physical, physical yeah. kind of comedy and his his he does great with like props and mm-hmm. like his environment and stuff like that yep but a lot of sexual innuendos yeah probably more than a lot of parents bargained for yeah anyway um, from this bargain bin movie yes exactly we weren't expecting this but we actually have a Sucktastic Cinema Hall Sucktastic Cinema hall of Famer really yes John Debney oh yeah helped complete the, composer. the music yeah. composer John Debney helped complete the score for this movie yes. He did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. He did Sudden Death, mm-hmm. and now he did the tuxedo. So, well, welcome. how about that? Welcome, welcome to the Sucktastic Cinema Hall of Fame, the great John Debbie. Jonathan Deadney, who also did the music for Little Giants. Yes, he did. Yes. Now, before we get into what was on the VHS, we want to introduce our guest for today's mm-hmm. episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen to the Radcast, you heard us talk about Billy Madison with him. He has been a fan and a supporter of the shows, every show we've been on. Mm-hmm. Since day one, our very good longtime friend, Mr. Matt Swapper, Matt Swaffer, ladies and gentlemen,
2: yeah, all right, Woo. Yeah. yeah, baby, yeah, edit some crowd noise yeah. in there, and yeah. unlike maybe the, some hissing too.
1: And unlike <laughs> the Radcast, which, if you listen to that, Matt was coming to us over Skype, he's actually in the he's studio right here, with us. baby, so he is right here, yep. in mm-hmm. his Sega Dreamcast shirt, yeah, and ready to talk about a movie that he brought to us, yes, which actually. I will change it. We knew about it. We of, oh, course, yeah, we, of course, we of course. We, I mean, we were little. We were yeah. eleven, twelve years old in two or eleven years old. in yeah, two thousand two. Yeah. So we knew about the tuxedo. Of course. Um, but Matt was like, "Let's watch this and you guys maybe talk about it on the show." Yeah. I'm like, "All right." Mm-hmm. So and he's like, "Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, oh, exactly. Wink, wink." Yeah. And we watched it. <laughs> And it is again, like we said, considerably more enjoyable than last week's movie, but not without its flaws. No, a lot uh, of flaws. Yes, Matt, thank you for yes. joining us. Yes, um, you are uh, a welcomed guest, Mr. And a Twitch Center. Streamer. Yes. yes, tell 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 the sinners uh, about turtle turtle turtle. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Turtle Tur- turtle and hooch. Turtle and hooch. <laughs> turtle <laughs> turtle Marlowe. Your yeah. your your
2: alias. Okay, so. I've been doing content creation for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. I do stuff on YouTube, mainly playthroughs of video games and reviews and lots of other stuff. I got my my uh, – I'm wearing a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I haven't streamed much on Twitch lately, but maybe I'll fix that soon. Who knows? Yeah. yeah.
1: Plus, plus, I've seen you your Twitch streams where, like, you sit there and you find, like, comic books online and you, like, read them for your Twitch, Twitch streamers and add, like, funny commentary.
2: Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I got clips of that on YouTube as well. Mm. Hell yeah. And if you watch so his videos... So if you don't want to
1: subscribe to Twitch, you can find him on YouTube as well. And if you watch his videos, you see he does wear a lot of hats, like two or three hats per video yeah. he has on his head. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so you are he's the hat guy. Yep, hat guy. Um, Matt the hat
2: guy. Yeah, exactly. Hat the mat guy. Uh, hat yeah. the mat...
1: You should change your name to Any, hat the no. mat guy. Okay. okay. Any variation. <laughs> <barrier laughs> <enough. laughs> Short and sweet to the point. Just, <laughs> the man takes man plays no fool yeah <laughs> um but matt like we said you have been supporting us and been super encouraging to us over the years throughout any of our mm-hmm. podcasts with this you obviously you know about our segment what was on the vhs
2: right. Correct. i haven't yes. directed you to the youtube video with vhs got you anonymous. did yeah. exactly yeah.
1: he did his, he, he understood the assignment yes what, what what they say on twitter yeah. yeah yeah so what was on the vhs of the tuxedo mm-hmm. coming soon to own the Ring. With Lord of the Rings? No, not Lord of oh. the Rings. <laughs> the Ring with Naomi oh, Watts. With, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the Truth About Charlie with Marky Mark and Tim Robbins and Thandie Newton. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Catch Me If You Can with Tom, with Tom Greens, Leonardo da grand Shapio. Mm hmm. And enough of this. <laughs> um, and an advertisement for all your favorite DreamWorks animated movies Shrek, yep. Ants, Chicken Run, The Prince of Egypt. Uh, Joseph in the Technicolor green coat, not green dream, <laughs> uh, the, the, cream dream coat, <laughs> the cream dream coat, the, the coat, ice cream, cream coat. coat, the <laughs> ice cream coat, <Yeah. laughs> the, yeah, the great magic ice cream coat, <laughs> um, and uh, the road to El Dorado. Okay. But also, I've only seen one of the – no, I've seen Prince of Egypt. Yeah. But. Also, the UK VHS. What was ah, on the UK okay. VHS? Really? So coming soon to cinemas, Sinbad, The Legend of the Seven Seas. The animated movie. Nice. Uh, Coming soon to own Johnny English. Ah, with Um, uh, Mr. Bean. Yes. Rowan Atkinson. Yep. Yep. Uh, Coming soon, Undercover Brother. Okay, with Eddie Griffin. Yes. Yeah, I think so. And uh, Hulk, the Ang Lee Hulk. Oh, yes. I remember when that came out. Yep. Um, And then an advertisement saying, why wait two years for a movie to be on TV? One year for cable and satellite and up to six months for pay-per-view. Just go out and rent it. This makes it seem like this is a new modern convenience and not the standard way of watching movies after they're out in theaters. Well, who knows? You know, things probably get to the UK uh, differently. Renting movies? Yes. Well, I never. The idea of renting a movie. Uh, Finally, an advertisement warning of the dangers of piracy and how it'll ruin video and music industries. Ironically, it was legally sanctioned methods that have done that with streaming services. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, and one of the bits of IMDb trivia was at the premiere there was a chimp in a suit and hat. <laughs> oh, okay. A, I was looking at the IMDb and I was like, oh, there's no good bits of trivia and you're like, yes, there are. Somebody saw that as an important as an important tidbit to put on the trivia for this movie. Yeah. Not anything about the making of the movie. No. At a premiere, I saw a chimp in a hat and tuxedo. I guess anyone anyone can put anything on. It sounds like the observation of a five year old. Yeah. (laughs) So the tuxedo, Matt. When was the first time you ever watched the tuxedo?
2: Well, as as a. You guys have already said we, it came out when we were about 10 or 11 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. We saw commercials for it on like Cartoon Network or whatever. Yeah. Especially, yeah. which is weird considering it's a PG-13 movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll right. get into that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I thought
1: about it like on Nickelodeon and stuff mm-hmm. too. Something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah.
2: But I didn't watch it when I was a kid. I actually was at a Big Lots in 2011 just picking up movies. Mm. And I found the tuxedo there. And I was like, I remember wanting to watch this. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and pick it up. And then I watched it once uh-huh. in 2011. And uh, then you guys were coming up with this Sucktastic yeah. Cinema thing. Yeah. So yeah. I figured, well, maybe you can talk about it, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: What were your first impressions of it when you watched it?
2: Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, basically, I thought that the – the intelligence agency in the movie was not so intelligent after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the
1: same with like agent Cody banks and some of these other kinds of like, I don't call this, we'll just, we'll put it in the category of like kids, like spy movies or whatever. Like, well, I think, I think it deserves to be called. I mean, if, unless you watch it, that's what you think because of the, 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 like Matt Matt said, cartoon network showed it and, and it was probably seen on kids movies of the time. Like, as like, Trailers on those VHSs yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they make everyone so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. part of big time, like government agencies, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna get into like a government conversation. Or whatever. but there's probably a lot of people will be like, they are dumb. But I'm like, okay, the people who are supposed to be protecting us mm-hmm. shouldn't be this stupid. Yeah, you know. But it oh, all in these spy movies. I get that's the joke. Mm-hmm. Like in Cody Banks, the CIA has one security guard. Everyone's stupid. Yeah, and this the CSA. CSA are a bunch of like slack-jawed perverts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 just it's an annoying trope. Mm-hmm. And again, kids aren't going to point it out. They're probably yeah. going to laugh at it. That's the joke. Parents are going to laugh at it. But I can still. I'm the, I'm neither a kid nor a parent, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just going to bitch about it. Yeah. Exactly, that's what we do on this show. Exactly, uh, yeah. but essentially the movie as a whole, Jackie Chan plays this New York City tax taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Is it New York? Yeah, like okay. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So he plays a taxi driver. It's the big city. Yeah, he, just assume it's New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he plays a taxi driver who who he's known for. He he's a lovable oaf. Yeah, but he's known for driving fast. He's and kind get, of a loser. Getting yeah. people, yeah. That's that's a big issue that I know we'll probably address here. But essentially, he's a a down-on-his-luck taxi driver Mm -hmm. who he's in love with this art gallery worker. Um, But as Matt said, and as they make sure to never let you forget, he's a loser. Yeah. Um, But he drives fast, Uh and he gets people where they need to be quickly. Um, So essentially, he is enlisted... Um, to buy um this person who works for c s a named yeah. Stina. um she like puts them under this driving test like under duress yeah and uh, and she gives him her card and she's like you know i can I can ensure that you get paid a lot of money, yeah to you get to, room and board yeah and exactly, like... to drive around my associate, yeah. who ends up being Clark Devlin, yeah. Who is the owner of the titular tuxedo. Yes. And we don't see anything special about this guy because we think, you know, he's just going to – because there's all these rules that Jimmy yeah. has to follow. And it's a Clark kind of comes off as a dick. Yeah. But then we see Clark is actually really likable. Yeah. And he he likes Jimmy and Jimmy likes him. And they kind of form a bond or yeah, relationship, to, which, which is nice. He tries to encourage him because mm-hmm. he's easy, smooth talking. He's yeah. like, Jimmy, it's like 90% the clothes and 10%. In there, yeah, confidence. confidence in your heart, baby. Yeah, he, he's like besides some things that are like that you see here, like the clothes, yeah. and you know I've had practice with women. You know, you and I are not yeah. so different. Which that low percentage, they don't put like it's supposed to be encouraging. Yeah. But why would you put such a low percentage on the most right. important thing? Yeah, you don't <laughs> put enough style. Maybe it's like four. Jimmy, it's forty percent clothes, sixty percent in there. Yeah. Um, like in it in your heart, yeah. my heart. Yeah. Um, or like forty percent clothes and fifty percent in there what about the other 10%? And then he can say something funny. Yeah, you know? It's
2: down there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Down there. Or he just
1: like looks down, yeah. and he's like, oh. Yeah, they, <laughs> I mean, they had a lot of the, I mean, if you're going to sell a movie to kids, or at least that's what it seems like they did, maybe don't say horny so much. Yeah, it,
2: <laughs> yeah they said that like three times at least. Yeah. yeah, which
1: in my professional opinion is three times too much in a kid's movie. Yeah. Oh. Um, but essentially they form a bond, um, and then Jimmy sees that there's something to clark devlin yeah um and because like he's he's cleaning his or he's he's hanging up clark's like suits and stuff yeah. and then he sees like the tuxedo he sees this like tuxedo yeah. in action he's like but don't he, touch my tuxedo but he he doesn't know there's something special yeah. about it and then essentially clark um we see that he is like some sort of agent yeah csa agent yeah and uh the suit is this Um, technology that they created but we never see a story behind it yeah it's just there yeah he said that that's the that's the story is that there is no story really like Mm -hmm. there's a story it's easy to follow but almost i feel like almost just about after every scene i was like i feel like we're missing a scene Mm -hmm. right because it's like there's just a lot Mm -hmm. of there's we're just like wait, what about this? Why yeah. is it, it's like the characters are doing what you think that they would do, but it's like, it's it's almost like, are we missing something? Yeah. Like, did did, mm-hmm. did they make a movie before this and we're all mm-hmm. supposed to know who these people are yeah. and what's it's, it They don't explain anything. The movie is the tuxedo. They don't explain anything about the tuxedo. Yeah. How did they get it? Why did they build mm-hmm. it? Why, you know, with nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, it's, there's just a lot of that in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's probably it's the biggest issue. Is right. if you're gonna sell a movie about a technologically advanced tuxedo that's yeah. this super sophisticated mm-hmm. weapon, essentially, and whoever yeah. whoever wears it becomes this like badass fighter, yeah, or or they become this smooth talker. Yeah. They they almost you know this person who's impervious to looking silly mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody who... Somebody who is, like, the the smoothest person around who can right. kick ass. Like, they don't build it and they don't explain how it came to be. Why did Clark Devlin get chosen? Yeah. What was special about him? Can anybody... It seems like anybody can just wear yeah, it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, considering what happens toward the end with the tuxedo. Basically, anybody can wear this thing. Right. There's yeah. no security system on it. Yeah, You.
1: Yeah. exactly. There's yeah. no security system mm-hmm. on it. You would think that this high... That this government thats this agency mm-hmm. that deals with like trying to take down bad guys and stuff like that would try and put something in the tuxedo yeah. to prevent bad guys some sort from of contingency wearing it yeah or... exactly or some sort of like self-destruct yeah. or some sort of like r- you know recognition of does not recognize does, mm-hmm. you know to you know not pure of heart you know yes. or, some, some, <laughs> or something or something there needs some sort of code that is Maybe not... Nice maybe. rack. No, like, maybe not... I
2: forget what bra. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there, there's... That's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There,
1: these weren't Tourette's outbursts. <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, Guys, but, let's get back on topic, please, okay? <laughs> um, but there's no, like, there's nothing to distinguish the tux, mm-hmm. or there's nothing for the tux to distinguish whether or not it's someone who's supposed to be wearing it. Right. Because there's no, it's not like there's a code. It's not like the person is bestowed the tux by yeah. the previous wearer and yeah. they're supposed to give like a code word or something. Yeah, exactly. It just, it puts it on and it's cool. Cause like a, the, the shot follows through like the sleeve and you see yeah. like these little, these little, like, uh, what would you call them? Like, like, sh- like uh, like ch- shock it's
2: some kind of electrical current or yeah, something yeah yeah
1: stuff so like these are this electrical current that is supposed to, is like reading your dna your, your physiological yeah, yeah. makeup yeah, and yeah you're yeah, in like, like like with neurons and yeah. shit yeah yeah <laughs> the neurons and shit yeah basically <laughs> they go to all this trouble for something that a bad guy can put on easily and like oh, yep yep, looks good to me mm-hmm. and plus yeah. wouldn't you affect like if clark devlin as we see Jimmy Wong well Tong, Jimmy, Jimmy Tong, Tong sorry yeah. uh Jackie and, uh, Chan Jackie I'll just I'm just gonna say Jackie Chan mm-hmm. uh, we see that Jackie Chan is like because earlier in the movie he gets accosted by like a bicycle messenger in mm-hmm. New York and you know his other cab buddies like i thought all I thought all you knew martial arts he's like not all Chinese people like know how to do so it shows us that it can take someone who's so clumsy mm-hmm. and so and turn them into a weapon. Was Clark Devlin like that? Mm-hmm. You can only that only happens with the tux. Like, what happens if you're not wearing the tuxedo? You can't wear the tuxedo all of the time. Right. And why even bring up the fact about confident? Like, why yeah. even why first? That also, is, also, that's that's why it doesn't make sense. It's kind of the disparity between the physical and the confidence mm-hmm. aspect, because that's something you can use. As the movie goes on, like yeah. Jimmy realized it's Mike. He doesn't need the tuxedo. Mike's secret stuff. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Like it. Like in Space Jam, where everybody starts playing really well, and they think it was it was placebo effect because yeah. they thought it was Mike's secret stuff. Secret stuff, but it's just water. Like sure, like the suit helps in combat, mm-hmm. but they didn't do enough to illustrate how confidence plays into it right exactly. instead when Jimmy is in a compromising spot near the end of the movie he's just given another suit mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: yeah and I just realized you were mentioning water considering that it plays a huge role in this movie yes
1: okay yes yeah. so the the big baddie in the movie uh Dietrich Banning what he's trying to do is he has a water company but what he wants to do is he introduces these insects called water striders which don't Break the water whenever they move, and what they do is they suck electrolytes out and put it into the bloodstream and dehydrates. Essentially, using every other competitive brand's Mm. water to dehydrate people until his is the only water on the market. So that's what he's trying to do, and that's interesting, especially considering he's using something that essentially will leave no trace. Yeah, Um, but it's just. I don't know. It's just not enough. It's a cool concept, and there's enough information given about it to where you can understand. But again, everything else surrounding it, there's a lot. Like you said, it seems like there's a lot omitted from the movie. Yeah, exactly.
2: Even then, like, Dale Blaine, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character, even Mm -hmm. points out that it doesn't, it's not going to work because they're in the Mm -hmm. wrong hemisphere. Right. Exactly. And dr sims is the scientist is working under banning he's like no it will work no it will work but he never yeah. explains how, how it's gonna work he's just yeah. like no yeah exactly, exactly. he's like uh.
1: no yeah <laughs> that's 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 here's the thing it's like i said before the you can you know the story you can follow it you mm-hmm. fo- a, as you move between scenes you're like i know what they're trying mm-hmm. to do but this movie is all setups with no payoffs. Mm-hmm. Like there's too many characters, uh, which there's not enough time spent with each character. Mm-hmm. They set things up like the confidence thing, or mm-hmm. like when Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jackie Chan. Like there's a it's contentious, but there's no, like they set things up like oh she's gonna become more sensitive because they're talking about how she's not good at picking up on emotions mm-hmm. and sensitivity and stuff like that. So no. Uh, you know the the confidence thing. He mm-hmm. doesn't become more confident. Like there's she, this. There's it's she like, unapolo she unapologetically just belittles him. Yeah. throughout the whole movie. So it's just a bunch of okay, here we here we go, here we go, and then they just move on. And you're like, wait, what about this? What about you mm-hmm. know? So it's it's a coherent movie and that you can follow it yeah in each scene you're like okay i know what they're mm-hmm. doing i know why they're there mm-hmm. but also like i feel like we should have gotten more of a lead in just yeah. as someone who wants to like in terms of character dynamics and all that stuff it's just it's just at the end you're like i think i liked it but at the same time like i have so many questions yeah, yeah. it's like you said there's a lot there's elements introduced Mm. during certain moments that aren't followed up on but the one of the biggest issues is presenting like we mentioned last week there's this chance to do this odd couple dynamic and make it endearing yeah and maybe it's because you can follow it better and there's Mm -hmm. a lot more kind of time given to like properly develop it in a way to where like Dell, um, mm-hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt's character, and Jimmy, who she thinks is Clark Devlin, through a series of yeah. miscommunications, and we'll get into um, that annoying, yeah. that annoying thing they do in movies. Yeah, that's at least yeah. better than last week. Yeah, with Dennis well, yeah. Rodman and Jean-Claude Van Damme, but still, it's still it misses the mark because yeah. you can't you you don't keep any sort of consistency. Or you don't have any character development or mm-hmm. relationship development. No. They're whatever arc you try and do, you don't stick with. It's yeah, like
2: because uh, mm-hmm. she at the very beginning when she's talking to him, she's sort of in reverence, as yeah, we've talked about. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But like then she yeah, she constantly belittles him. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's sort of a back and forth where it feels like she's gonna be better toward him and then she's yeah. not. And then it yeah. goes back to Yeah, her. yeah
1: She's just mean. Right. And then when we get introduced to this character, she's we think she's a scientist mm-hmm. because more needless characters are trying to assess at the at, at, the, at the beginning of the movie, yeah. we see a water bottling plant and yeah. there's a guy who breaks off from the assembly line or from the kind of the, the production line yeah. and he's calling in, it's a undercover CSA agent, but then all of a sudden he's suffocated by a bag full of water, much like Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh <laughs> and what like, about the squirrel with the gun yes yeah, true that is a radcast reference i don't remember what episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but uh he's with gun. he's suffocated and we find out that that was devlin's partner in the field yeah um but fast forward his body is being wheeled in yeah um kind of um unceremoniously i didn't know how to use that before but yeah. kind of just nonchalantly nobody yeah. nobody really cares bob balaban plays the director yeah. and he's like that was so yeah. and so yeah he's dead now so it's almost like the csa is the cia's like lazy cousin yeah yeah it was like ah oh, what the f- who cares this person died let's huh what do we do what what yeah. are we doing today um yeah. but like they're like he drowned in the bathtub and everyone's kind of scoffing and like like he 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 barely got a scratch in this mission but he drowned in his bathtub and then we hear dell off camera go he didn't drown sir he was murdered yeah do they establish like they don't establish anything
2: Yeah, they don't establish, like, who she is before that. She's just like, uh, Mm -hmm. no, she, uh, the guy died of thirst.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're like, thirst, and And she's like, oh, the platelets. And so he's like, oh, she's a scientist. And and Bob Balaban, essentially, was like, how do you want to, do you want to be Devlin's new partner? It's like, we don't know who she is. Yeah. We don't know who she is. As we find out, she wasn't, it's like- if, if you have such reverence for Devlin you don't know what he looks like yeah like, like at that, all yeah that going to like her wanting to get out in the field because that's what she wanted to do yeah. which we don't we don't see her training or her talking about yeah. that um and and then when she finally gets a chance to she calls devlin and at yeah. this point devlin has been incapacitated because um of bomb- a skateboard bomb from, we'll a sk- from a skateboard bomb i don't want to provide any context for that either yeah there's a skateboard bomb in there's a movie. skateboard bomb yeah. uh tony hawks pro skater 2 yeah uh, i think I on the playstation 2 <laughs> yeah um, on the playstation 2 um but essentially jimmy is driving devlin uh, through it's burger Bert. king <laughs> uh <laughs> And uh, and they're leaving and they Burger King. They get a King. pizza from Burger King. They get a right, pizza exactly. from Burger King. And Jimmy says, Do you have any chicken chow mein? Yeah. You know, because he's Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Uh it's not like it like a... You know, you know Chinese people eat other food, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh but the pizza is actually like uh, a message or whatever. Yeah, it's like a file CSA. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um and we see bits here of like dev with the audience sees Devlin, that, you know, kind that, of doing like Doing CSA stuff and like one and wanting to learn about what happened to his partner mm-hmm. and what what's up with banning the Devlin. So. The Devlin and Jackie Chan relationship is the best in this movie because it's the most consistent and it's the most genuine. Yeah, exactly. Because like, because you think because you think oh he's kind of going to be a dick and then when he when is he going to turn around to be a dick? And yeah. Then at the movie your end of the movie, you're like, I'm glad he didn't he ended up being a dick. He I'm liked glad, Jimmy. And I'm glad he didn't die yeah. either. Yeah, he doesn't die even though the car explodes and he's incapacitated. And he gives Jimmy a watch, which controls the tux. And, and he Jimmy says Walter – Jimmy thinks he says Walter Strider. But he says Water Strider. Yeah, which we pointed out. So Jackie Chan – I don't know if you guys know this about Jackie Chan, but he has a very thick Chinese accent. Yes, yeah, so so he he's put he's, on w- subtitles. Yes, yeah, so when, it, so, so when well, he's captains. walking around asking, like, do any, anybody know Walter Strider? Who's Walter Strider? You kind of – like at the end, he's like, oh, not Walter Strider, Water Strider. Which is is an insect, right? Like yeah. a water insect. Yeah, it's an insect. And and but the whole time he's saying Walter Strider, but because of his thick sa- accent, he's saying Water Strider. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, you're like, oh, he's been saying Water Strider this whole time. That's what it time. seems like. Everybody yeah. like everybody needs to repeat it after him. Like confused, like Walter Strider. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think I think they maybe. Understood that I don't know. I don't know it, what it they understood. It wasn't put in post, but yeah. you know, it, it's just I, it just it helps that everyone else kind of kept the audience kind of tethered to the fact that he yeah. keeps saying Walter Strider. Yeah, yeah. But even though it sounds like he's saying oh, water, strider so maybe it's like as the audience you're like, what is? That? At the end you're like, waters. I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of a lot of things that don't make any but, sense. But the, the thing is, back to so Devlin is in the hospital, but it like. It, the tuxedo changes his ID, and he's like, "Don't call the police and blah blah <laughs> blah." Don't call the cops. Yeah, is uh, it like the Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then Jimmy gets the tuxedo, and that's when kind Why of the electrodes change. I don't know. Then my <laughs> electrodes, um, like uh, did did the monster mash. Uh, <laughs> but- <laughs> Oh, um, like, what, what it's you, not October. He's yeah. Like, what are you getting with that? Uh, what are you getting that with this? But uh, but then the tuxedo recognizes him and and kind of forms to his body, and the watch controls it. And there's like a boogie down mode just to get just Jackie a lot Chan of dancing. Th- there's a lot of things in here that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that was put in here just to showcase Jackie Chan's talent, right? Yeah. Which I'm totally fine I'm for. With. I love Jackie Chan. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but Dell calls because she thinks she's going to be partnered with. I must said Doctor Griffith. whos Doctor Griffith. Um, Clark Devlin. <laughs> Clark Devlin. Yeah. Um, and she like he he says hello, and mm-hmm. she's like, Mister Devlin, I take my work very seriously. Please don't use that stupid accent. And I was like, I was like, how rude and presumptuous of you. you yeah. First of all, like you you just mentioned that if she 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 says she doesn't know him, never right. worked with him, never seen him, right. How would she know he wouldn't have an accent? Also, yeah. like when Jackie Chan meets up with her at the pier where yeah. they're going to be like doing some espionage on banning what he's doing. Yeah. She looks very confused. Uh, she's like Clark Devlin. Yeah. And I was like, uh, do you, did you not expect him to be yeah. Chinese? Yeah. Like, did is he... Is was he, was he smaller than you inspe- ex- right. expected? You've never seen him before. Why are you acting like this is weird for you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and like Matt said, Matt Swafford said, um, she shows reverence one second and then turns around mm-hmm. and starts calling him you an idiot. idiot. Yeah, yeah, she's calling him an idiot. And I'm like, right. I, I don't understand. Even, even if he did something dumb, yeah, just like act confused that he did something dumb because you see him as this like amazing secret agent. Yeah. Like don't have her turn around and get an attitude with him. Yeah, exactly. In this movie, and we kept pointing out, this movie does that dumb thing that a lot of movies do to where like there are so many red flags raised, but we're supposed to believe as an audience member that this logical person is still sees nothing wrong mm-hmm. with what's going on. It's like after a few, you like you just sit there and like, I feel like at this point she would have been like, are you Clark Devlin? Mm-hmm. Because you're raising a lot of red flags. Or she would have called Debbie Mazar's character yeah,
2: or something. Yeah, and even to add to that, like, how does the adult agency not know that Clark Devlin has been incapacitated by right. a bomb? Exactly. Yeah. Because there is a scene where he puts on the tuxedo and he accidentally activates demolition mode and he destroys yeah. the room and... Uh, the guy calls in asking for Clark Devlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, You doing all right, Mr. Devlin? You know. Yeah, like, no, Like, Jackie Chan should already know, should have some clue of who Clark Devlin is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the agency doesn't know, like, anything about what happened to Clark Devlin. They still think he's out in the field doing stuff yeah. with Del Blaine. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. Yeah. Which I guess because they're getting. Readings from the tuxedo or something, but that's or, the thing. But they like, don't explain. You don't. They don't that. explain if they are, because you would think like Mac kind of was hinting at. How how would they not know there was some damage to right. one of their agents or because there's at yeah. least even if he doesn't have the tuxedo jacket on he there's something like he has the watch on they don't call like, it but there's it doesn't throw any blips up there or anything they don't call in they're like hey Devlin how how's the new partner or something yeah. like that like we got we got an unusual heat reading on there yeah Devlin like exactly of what's like like and it wasn't like. We had an unusual heat reading, and like the 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 flame resistance um, yeah. aspect of the suit wasn't activated or right. something like that. Yeah. Is what like what's wrong? Right, exactly. So it's just yeah, it's it's a lot of ideas presented, but mm-hmm. kind of leaves you like you mentioned asking, did I miss something? Right, like exactly. did I look down and not see anything, or did I leave the room and not hear anything? It's like yeah. no, it's just there's a lot of holes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, but I guess we would say. That Jackie Chan, I think we've already said, Jackie Chan is the best character. Yeah, totally. And Jennifer Love Hewitt is probably the worst character. That's and that sucks because I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, exactly. And I feel, I feel like if you mentioned while we were watching it, Debbie Mazar's character who recruits Jimmy, mm-hmm. and we see kind of intermittently, she's throughout like the no movie, nonsense, like badass. Yeah, we kind, we kind of see that, and then we kind of, we have a moment where they're at a shooting range, like um, like Dell and and Debbie, Debbie Mazar and, and yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt and. I'm just like, I feel like there should be another scene or two of Jennifer Love Hewitt interacting with um, Stina, which yeah. is, which is Debbie Mazar's character's name. And There's like, too many characters in this yeah, movie, and, as I said before. Yeah, we need to see a little more of her training as an agent, yeah. whether it's physical or, or like any sort of like detective Weapons work. Weapons training. Or, yeah. Any sort of training. Tactical. Uh, tactical yeah. training. You know, something to kind of illustrate that she, that she wanted to be an agent. And, and And there really wasn't a whole lot. Matt, I don't know if you remember, was there any dialogue to where she's telling Jimmy that like she wanted to be an agent, but she's just essentially a desk jockey right
2: now? Uh, not really. I mean, this this was her first time in the field. They didn't yeah. really establish her wanting to be an agent or not. She mm-hmm. just she was just thrown in there, and then there was mm-hmm. a line at the shooting range scene, establishing that she didn't know what she was doing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, and then
1: it. And then also, I feel like that scene was there just to cause. There's a couple moments that needlessly objectify Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. And then like I feel like the shooting range scene. Was supposed to give a little bit of dialogue, you know, or a little yeah. bit of exposition because, like, she's she talks about, like, is Devlin always a weirdo or Devlin, yeah. but and then Debbie Mazar thing, and she's talking about clark devlin and not jimmy she's like Mm -hmm. you know he gets under your skin but he'll stay there yeah and like she's like in that accent he's like yeah i still can't understand half the things he says but don't you love that accent Mm -hmm. or the way or they talk about his accent then there's no confusion on her end until later on in the movie she sees that it's jimmy she's like it's the it's the driver yeah he gets she gets up and like almost chuckles and smiles i was like what Huh? Yeah. What What was that reaction? I can't believe it. What yeah. a rascal. Well, and I said that you take those two characters and make them one character. Yeah. And that's Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. Mm-hmm. So she can be a smart, you know, she's smart in mm-hmm. the lab, but also she's a badass. And she's like... And it makes sense that she's stoic, and you start their relationship off. She like, also has a chip on her shoulder because she's the youngest agent in yeah. CSA history. Nobody takes her seriously, and she's always objectified. Because there's a couple moments to where, like, and like the secret, the secret slime action is, yeah, nice rack. Yeah. Um, but like the 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 agents assign her code word to, so Jimmy knows it's her, mm-hmm. or so Devlin, quote unquote, knows it's her, like yeah. out in were their in their meetup spot. Yeah. Uh, she's supposed, he's supposed to say nice rack. And for him to know that it's her, she says, I forgot to wear my bra. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, come on now. Yeah. And then at the shooting range, they just have these characters zooming in on Debbie Mazar and Jennifer Love Hewitt's butts yeah. and making yeah. like some sort of, and doing some commentary on it. Yeah. Like I was saying, um, they should have been one character mm-hmm. that way. You can get that relationship started early, and you can build it organically, mm-hmm. because they didn't. They is like Swafford mentioned, mm-hmm. like just when you think she's starting to develop mm-hmm. and maybe her exterior starting to soften, mm-hmm. she goes back to being a jerk.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she like, goes back to being really abrasive. Exactly, yeah, very abrasive, mm-hmm.
1: abrasive, aggressive. Like kind of like not a devil may care attitude, but she doesn't care about she's anything. Just flippant. Yeah, exactly. and they're and back to everybody's stupid except her. Like that's right, her attitude. Exactly. And back to like their first mission and again what like what is she supposed to be? A henchman comes up and she's like, Oh uh I I I trained for this. She's like, okay, uh kick front punch, front and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she does like a sweeping leg kick and she's like, Oh yeah, Sam and it's like but she looks very capable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, is she incapable? Is she capable? Why is she qualified for this? Mm-hmm. What is it with this agency? Yeah. It's like, what, the, it's almost like, I could say it feels like the movie's out of order, but it almost feels like they wrote the script out of order. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. like, so you, like th- you, I feel like this here should be actually in the middle, Yeah, and then this should be here, and this... Because the, their first outing is a failure, that they're supposed to be doing espionage at that yeah. pier. And she leaves, like, because, like, Jimmy. If somebody touches the suit again, they don't address, like, this the physical touch aspect. Because yeah. somebody touches the suit, it the reflexes it, like, yeah, it, exactly it floors them and flips yeah. them on their back. Um, that happens with Jimmy and Dell, yeah. And she just essentially is walking off, and she's like, on you know without saying it, calling him an idiot. And he's like yeah. apologizing. He's like, yeah. How do I get the hold of you? And yeah. like, she just drives off. And then the next time they're together, she seems like, it seems like there was an in-between scene to where she started to like him a little bit, or he yeah. endeared himself to her a little yeah. bit. Cause she wasn't like cold or right. callous towards him. Right. She's like that. she wasn't particularly like, nice but no. like she she at least seemed like she softened to him but then mm. she turns around and gets like nasty with him again Yeah. so that's where you, not the good kind of nasty no, either not Miss Jackson if you're nasty Mm-mm. um, like it kind of like you had just said it seems like it was just written out of order yeah exactly mm-hmm. but to kind of jump back to when you, just on the subject jump back Del, and kiss myself yes James Brown that's what yeah. it was <laughs> thank you yes I was I was at a loss for a second yeah there is a cameo by the Godfather of Soul, this, it's, James this, Brown. This whole scene, because um, what's his face? Bad guy. Heinrich. Dietrich. Dietrich. I'm seriously not trying to make jokes. Like There no. are too many characters to Diedrich, keep track of. They go? They try to get into a nightclub where James Brown is yeah. performing. Which they don't yeah. say. And then we see Dietrich's in there. And I was like, did they like mention that that's where he's going to be? And then that's why mm-hmm. they need to get intel there? No. And they didn't. Um, I mean it,
2: they did mention the fact that he tried to bribe the maitre d with seven dollars yes. <laughs> yes okay yes
1: Jimmy Jimmy as uh um what's Devlin. His face? Devlin yeah um tries to bribe the maitre d with seven dollars <laughs> yeah because uh, he's like what's your name He and he slides on five he's like Lincoln. Lincoln and he's like Washington yeah Washington again Washington yeah. and uh You're so billionaire you try and bribe him seven dollars mm-hmm. yeah. um and then um Jennifer love Hewitt Shows her cleavage to mm-hmm. some bouncers, and they can get and they get into the uh, mm-hmm. they get into the the nightclub, and then they just happen into James Brown's dressing room. Yeah, and uh, they're talking about you know Mr. Brown, big fans, blah, blah blah. We we don't have tickets. He's like, no, that's okay. I'll get you front row tickets. And oh, okay, the, yeah, just, just like that. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, yeah, I don't to, know who you are. He, he tells Jimmy to enjoy the show. Pat's him, and Jimmy lays out james brown yeah um and the the, the best the, line of the, the, movie. the most genuinely funny line there's there's some like genuinely yeah. kind of s- all funny from things chan. from jackie chan but there is one th- there is one that's it's it's a dated reference but it's just funny his delivery um uh, she's like you killed james brown and he's like he's not dead like saying like he's not dead yeah. and like um, he's like, Oh, Miss Cleo told me this would happen. She's like, You need $4.99 a minute, Miss Cleo? Yeah. It's just the first time I saw that, it registered with me, and I started cracking up. Just yeah. the fact that Miss Cleo told him very specifically, You're going to kill James Brown. <laughs> yes, um, yes you're
2: going to kill James Brown. How am I going to do that? I do not know. I one. don't I know, darling.
1: Give a, me money. It's just like the movie, yeah. it's like set this thing. Set this thing up, okay? How does that happen? I don't. I don't know, know what you're talking about. No. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't getting, matter. On to the next it's thing. It's getting hazy, darling. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, maybe Miss Cleo wrote this movie. Then, yeah. maybe they consulted Miss Cleo. They paid a, most of the money went to them asking Miss Cleo how, mm-hmm. what the movie should be about. Yeah. Which actually, the more I think about it, do you, do you guys know? Did this movie have like multiple writers? Because. That might be symptomatic of, like, multiple it, writers. It could have been. I like, don't remember. Because we I'm were sure. sitting there we're like, because, Matt, you said you saw ads for this movie on Cartoon Network. And, like, we saw ads on, like, Nickelodeon and stuff like that. So, like, they are obviously trying to portray it as a kid's movie. And we were sitting there watching it. Like, I wonder if this started as a regular, like, PG-13 movie mm-hmm. and they tried to make it into a kid's it movie or th- vice versa. It has – Three story writers and one of the story writers did the screenplay. Okay, but the issue is we don't know because IMDb's trivia section gives us nothing pertaining to the you know movie. know who wrote it is a monkey wearing a hat. <laughs> that's why he was <laughs> the at, the at the premiere. That's, exactly. why, that's why he was there. That's why he was there. But he doesn't see. Have... We're making more sense of this than the whole movie yeah. makes sense of itself. Yeah. But yeah. back to James Brown, <laughs> you hear you hear and go, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. James Brown and uh, Del Dell is like go go like go st-, or no no Jimmy's like go like tell them James Brown can't come out or something Yeah. and essentially um, she comes out and she says James Brown is not S- sleep- feeling well yeah sleeping <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> he, wow. he's on a crack binge <laughs> <laughs> <I> feel good <laughs> ha! Feel real good. Uh, He's on a crack, uh, uh, man. you know what? That would have made more sense. But uh, but she says uh, we don't have the Godfather of Soul, but we have the Emperor of Soul, all the way from China. Um, and then she says Clark Jet De- Lee. <laughs> she, she says does she say Clark Devlin? I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's just the
2: Emperor of Soul.
1: The Emperor. Yeah, of she didn't j- give just, him a name. just the Emperor of Soul. But he comes they didn't even out. Give people names. But. He comes out, and it's funny, because he, he tries to play it off. He's like, how are we doing, everybody? How are we doing? And he looks back at the band. He's like, ready to get funky. And... The guitar player goes, go on and get funky. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, none of you are like, where's James? <laughs> yeah. It's like, we ready to get funky? Where's James? The,
2: audience <laughs> is like, James? the audience is like, where's James, but not the
1: band. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. The band
2: just plays on.
1: Yeah, maybe they're used to shit like this. Him going on months-long crack binges. And they're like, <laughs> well, we have a show to play. Anyone <laughs> out there want to get funky? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many shows they've done that. Like, like I wonder who. They're what, probably used to it. What yeah. slubbed. Jumped up in Oklahoma to do yeah. the show. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, the Farmer of Soul or something. Some corn-fed shithead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> Maybe that was his name. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the corn-fed shithead. <laughs> the Farmer of Soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Jimmy gets up and he starts performing and dancing around, shaking his ass. Which in is great. Of- I want to watch Jackie Chan shake his yes. ass. I even joked. I was like, I just want – because he goes up to – uh, what the bad guy's sure. i yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say – I'm just going to refer to them as what they're supposed to be. Dietrich Dietrich banning the bad guy's yeah. fiance who yeah. wants to get in Jimmy's pants. Yeah, who she's actually genuinely funny too. Yeah, she's, like, she, she's played like, really well. I didn't sit there guffawing or anything, but I was like, oh, that's funny. She's, like, she's supposed to be like a dumb ditzy bimbo, mm-hmm. and she – and she says stuff like I gra he's like, You're so smart and she's like, I graduated top three quarters of my sixth grade class or something mm-hmm. you know, just yeah, something like that. Yeah, just stupid stuff like that. And that's played for laughs and that's funny mm-hmm. and that makes sense because he like she's the connection to the bad guy yeah. and she's wearing like a brooch to where it's like, Oh, I need to get more intel on the bad guy, mm-hmm. and he and the the boutonniere that Jackie Chan is wearing has a camera mm-hmm. in it. So it's like, okay, that makes sense. Go to the hotel room, try and get some intel. Mm-hmm. She's she's dumb, so she's not gonna give up anything. She's obviously arm candy. Mm-hmm. That that's played for laughs, and that's funny. And then you get more Jackie Chan kind of with his environment when he fights bad guys when they come in. That's funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the rest of it. That's, like, one of the things that actually plays. Mm-hmm. But it, he's, he's dancing, he's shaking his ass in front of the bad guy's face, shaking his ass in front of her face. And I joked, let's just make the rest of the movie him just going to each person in the crowd and shaking his ass. yeah, Because I, would, I want to watch Jackie Chan shake his ass. Or Jackie
2: Chan time. twerking.
1: Exactly. Yes. Let's do a sequel called The Tuxedo 2. Jackie Chan shakes his ass. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even say doesn't even say Jimmy uh Taunt. <laughs> Jackie Chan yeah. shakes his yeah, ass. Yeah, it's just they, they don't even bother anymore with yeah. character names. <laughs> I think that was the name of the uh, novelization. Yeah, Jackie it was it was his like is It's a flip book. Yeah <laughs> It's a flip book. <laughs> yeah, you <he's so, sighs> oh, up. Shaking his ass. Yeah. yeah. Um so, so that's that, really the best part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a quick movie. Um I think you mentioned really like it's after a- after the James Brown part. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I it, feel like it's a half hour into it. And we were, like an hour into it. Mm-hmm. Um and then they essentially they go to Dietrich's house um, cuz that's where his lab is. Yeah. Um and I don't know, they beat him there. Yeah, yeah. and the it it I will say it's a creative way because mm-hmm. the water strider bugs uh-huh. are going to follow the queen yeah, and how does it? Yeah, how does it work, Matt?
2: <clears throat> so they're supposed to follow the queen and then mate in the water, and th- right. that won't the, it, the water doesn't break, so it doesn't uh, doesn't de- detect the alarm system in the reservoirs, right. and then that will release some sort of bacteria, which mm-hmm. will with the bacteria they designed so that each time you drink the water, you become more and more dehydrated, right. you shrivel up and die,
1: right, which starts off like. Which you think, oh, that's kind of genius. You drink water that makes you thirsty, and so you gotta drink more water. But yeah, that's as
2: yeah, it's meant yeah. to poison every water supply but his own, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. because yeah. he has his
1: own like reservoir exactly that he's on top of. But he is, he is like the most uninteresting villain mm-hmm. I think we've ever covered on this show. Like, there's no sense of like. There's a sense of menace at the beginning when you're like, oh, this dude's a bad dude. Like mm-hmm. he's doing all this to the water
2: supply. Yeah, he feed, yeah he gives water to this one guy who's like a contrarian to his mm-hmm. plan. Yeah, and exactly. he shrivels up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that that so effect like, is oh, actually damn. that effect
1: actually is pretty cool, it's pretty frightening. And, and kind you should, of. They try to get like this silly like off the wall doctor played by Peter Stormare, but yeah. again, not enough times given to him yeah. to like like consolidate. They, they, your they kind of give him some one liners. Yeah. And, but it's just again, it's it's make not Peter Stormer the bad guy. It's just if you're if you're gonna try and develop, give time to develop yeah. to people instead of just having characters yeah. to make to have them like like you said, consolidate. Give some of these lines to some of the more prominent characters. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and like I said, make. Uh, debbie mazar and jennifer love hewitt make that one character mm-hmm. uh, peter stormare you've got a bad guy and an eccentric doctor uh-huh. just make the bad guy an eccentric doctor mm-hmm. plus it's peter stormare and yeah. you know if you've watched fargo he scares the shit out of me he's a great character and yeah actor. he's he's supposed to be more of like the silly guy, are you enjoying your cinco boy like yeah, tim, and, tim eric. and eric so you can still make him silly but he's very imposing yeah um, and I mean, if they were keeping it a kids' movie, you can you can give him that silly tinge. Yeah. Um. But it's it wasn't a kids' movie. No. no matter what they try and tell you. Yeah. And then at the end, like Jackie Chan tries to get
2: the girl. Yeah, he tries. Yeah. So he he beats uh Banning. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then after a while, he's like, "Is there anything we can do for you?" And then they do a mission where he tries to recruit the art lady and then right. go through all this trouble. Yeah. And then he's trying to flirt with her, but they, he has like three voices in his ear, which are right. Debbie Mazar, uh Jennifer Love, Hewitt yeah. and Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Uh, Cork Devlin. So he's, tr- he's trying to fight them off, which is disturbing uh, the art early gal. Yeah. And then eventually she just tells him to go away and is and puts like a pepper spray thing in his yeah. face. Yeah. And then, He's still a loser, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that, it-
1: that's that, And that's a problem I have. That's one of the biggest problems I have with the flaw in the character development. Mm-hmm. Because I think we said earlier that what you can do to develop Jimmy Tong is you show him as this kind of bumbling... Um, just this bumbling character. I almost say yeah. idiot, but he's not really... I don't, he lacks confidence. Yeah, this yeah. bumbling character who lacks confidence <clears throat> in himself. And then you have, you know the character of Devlin who mm-hmm. helps him like from the man's perspective with confidence. Yeah. But then you could have, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt in that more in that, you know, like you said, combining the Debbie Mazar. Yeah. Essentially this explain why she has a chip on her shoulder and a part of that is she's mistreated by guys and she lets them know, like, Devlin's a womanizer. Yeah. Like or she, she could have been one of his field partners too. I mm. was uh, like, Devlin's a womanizer. He's right about confidence, but women, along with confidence, like right. this. This and then you have those moments, you know, near the end of the movie where he starts getting confidence yeah. without the suit mm. after the is given to yeah. Banning. Yep. Um, because she tried. Um, Dell tries to be a turncoat mm-hmm. just to infiltrate what Banning's doing, but yeah. she's made to look dumb. But that's okay. Yeah. Um. But, um, you have. Jimmy at the end get the girl, and even if not get the girl, he gains some sort of confidence. But he just there's no there's no character. He's a static character. There's no dynamic. Everyone's a static character. Yeah, pretty much. That that's the problem when you have so many characters. Mm -hmm. You're oh oh shoot! I gotta get back to this guy. I gotta I gotta get back to this character. Mm -hmm. This because what happens is like we mentioned before is you shoot yourself in the foot, and you end up having all your characters not matter Mm -hmm. so it just work it blows up in your face Mm -hmm. because in 90 minutes oh i i set up this character we got to address this character what about this this is you just that's why we're talking about consolidating characters that Mm -hmm. way you can build more relationships you Mm -hmm. can tell a better story provide a bit more exposition some dialogue here some dialogue there Mm -hmm. at the end when we think Oh, okay, finally some character resolution. The relationship is fine. She wants to help him. But then she she talks down to him again. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I've sitting there and even from the first time I watched it in that in the last scene before the end credits, I was like, Oh, this movie probably has like ten more minutes just mm-hmm. to resolve something. Nope. He's just like she's like, that's why you're never gonna get a boyfriend and stuff like that. And I was sitting there, and I was like, I feel like this interaction should be in the middle of the movie. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: And also, like, one of the most egregious things that set up and never paid off was the confidence thing. Like we've been yeah. saying, that is – that's the main, like, inspiration in the movie. Yeah, it it is, should have
2: been, like, the moral of the story. Mo- yes, mm-hmm. that, that's what I was trying –
1: the moral of the story is, like, it doesn't matter about the suit like it doesn't matter about this it doesn't matter that i'm good looking doesn't you know it's it's confidence man and at the end when jimmy has his own tuxedo there should, maybe it gets shredded maybe mm-hmm. you know but he's got the confidence now and he finds a way to outsmart the bad guy mm-hmm. and then at the end he uses the confidence that he gained from he uses the confidence that he gained to get the art gallery girl mm-hmm. stop you just it was funny at the beginning of the movie when he didn't have any confidence. Mm-hmm. That's that's the comedy. He's like, you, it's like in Cody Banks when he couldn't talk to the girl. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't, this joke is super dated. She's like, "Are you in special ed or something?" Yeah. Like, it's and then at the end, Cody's got confidence mm-hmm. and, so, and all this stuff. In this, he doesn't have he still doesn't have confidence. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what was the point of any of they that? They set him up to fail at the end with there, all of them chirping in his yeah, ear. Yeah, at the end. I'm just realizing, like, what was the point of that movie? Mm-hmm. There, like, I I see what they were setting up, but they didn't pay it off. Yeah, and you mentioned egregious. Like, I think it's egregious when a you don't resolve. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, first, I mean, you don't have any character dy- like dynamic characters right. anyway. Yeah. So I guess you really don't feel like you need to resolve anything. Just but I mean you just you you do, whether you knew it or not, you did set up things that could have used resolution. Yeah. But also when you introduce a new element to a character yeah with two minutes left in the movie, now you're really not going to be able to follow up on it. Yeah. So like it's just I don't know what they were going for at the end with the two of them walking off arm in arm, going to get coffee. Like sequel. Someone spell, someone smells sequel yeah, well, it didn't happen because we never saw a Tuxedo 2, Jackie Chan shakes his ass. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As much as we wanted it. Yeah. Um, But that's essentially the Tuxedo. I, I was so upset because I like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. I like her as a person. Yeah. Um, I like her for other obvious reasons. She's, she's a very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She was one of my first celebrity crushes. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the worst character in this movie. Yeah. Like, in terms of development, in terms of how she is, in terms of performance mm-hmm. she's the worst character and i hate to say that because the ravishing jennifer love hewitt i love you she's and i'd like to think i'd love you no matter what but then i saw the tuxedo she's just a pain in the butt and i still love you but i hate your You're character. a pain in the butt exactly yeah jimmy even said it um but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it i'd say what's good about the movie yeah let's is, go, is go good stuff jackie yeah. chan Mm -hmm. Jason Isaacs. He's in it briefly. Clark Devlin. I love that character. But Devlin and Jimmy's relationship is the best part. Yeah. But I also re from the first time I saw it. I just stylistically. I liked the matchup of um, the way they shot Jimmy driving Debbie Mazar for like the first because she like ends up in his cab and she's like, you know, she says she makes it sound like she knows who he is. Mm -hmm. And he's like eight speeding tickets yeah or he's had his driver's license suspended like eight times for yeah. twitch twitch what'd you say yeah
2: he, has, he had his uh, license suspended nine times and I'm like what how does he still have a license exactly yeah.
1: you get like points on your license new and- york new york yeah I, they yeah, need I taxi guess. drivers it's funny well, though i he did say I, he gets paid like 425 a week yeah so. i did i did read that there's a guy in the uk that got pulled over for the he's like 70 years old and he got pulled over for the first time and he told and he had been driving without a license for like 40 years so wow just wow. so proves that you can just you teach yourself and as long as you just stay under the radar wow either that or he's a really phenomenal driver either that or it's Fake news. (laughs) Fake news. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, but that that scene to where he's driving her around, essentially Mm -hmm. where she puts him to the test on how good of a driver he is. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like stylistically. I like how it's shot. Yeah. I like kind of the pairing of the music with the actions going on. Or like I said, you consolidate Debbie Mazar and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Maybe not even have Jennifer Love Hewitt. Maybe Debbie Mazar is that character. That like is like his partner, and yeah. then and then he can start kind of breaking through, you know. And then, and then what's her relationship with Devlin? She can explain the suit or the tux. She can, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So not a big well, enough I guess, name. And also, you probably couldn't do that because she would be under the impression that she's talking to Devlin. Actually, you can't do that because she knows who Devlin is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hmm. unfortunately, Beethoven's Second didn't make her as big of a star as they were hoping. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> or Goodfellas. Or Empire Records. Yes. Um, but Matt,
2: what was good about this movie? You feel? Well, my favorite part was all the bits at the nightclub. Yeah, well, it was the, bits of the nightclub. James so Brown like, stuff, yeah. yeah, James Brown just. I, I like James Brown in this movie, and then also uh, Jackie Chan pretending to be James Brown. Yeah. yeah. That whole bit with him just twerking in front of the gal <laughs> <That's> <laughs> was hilarious. Hell yeah. We,
1: I know we pointed out some stuff to her, like, that's why, what, a, come on now that scene, but it actually, it's an enjoyable scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's actually funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I like that.
1: And then I just, I just like Jackie Chan. Mm hmm. Like, yeah, even too. in
2: like the beginning when he doesn't have the tuxedo and he's just some schlob. Yeah, like yeah. the the choreography when he's being yes. beat up by the bike, by the the cyclist guy. Yeah, was yeah. W- very well done. Oh it, yeah,
1: and that's that's the other thing. That's a just a Jackie Chan is an anomaly. It, just, he's his his Hong Kong cinema work, all the shit he put his body through, and then in America, just the. The fight choreography and the comedy behind it, like in Rush Hour or mm-hmm. in this, just how he interacts with his environment, it's amazing. And then he's 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 one of the best. He has some of the best facials yeah. too. Like especially like he he's tailor made for a slapstick cartoon. a cartoon. But he he got a lot of like especially in this movie, mm-hmm. he's been in a lot of situations that help display this like slapstick um yeah. like this this slapstick sentimentality and then yeah. like these slapstick moments mm-hmm. um to where like he's physically getting like either pummeled or he has to yeah. physically get out of the way yeah. of something or like there's a scene to where he like he glides across the top of a limo when he's trying to get yeah. when he's trying to get away and it just looks amazing yeah. um but he's put a lot in these situations i think to show how good oh, of yeah. a physical comedian he is yeah it's purely is. Jackie chan fan service mm-hmm. which i'm all for yeah, me too. So Jackie Chan is obviously the best part mm-hmm. of the movie, which is great because it's his face all over the market. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But with that being said, Matt, thank you for thank joining you. us. It doesn't this feel week. like we're at the end. No, yeah. went, and went went went. That went. That went too fast. Just like the movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, we but got, I liked when that. We went got Pete's on the way. So. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but Matt, thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, And we always appreciate, not just when you can be a part of this, but when you you've just been so great about encouragement and mm-hmm. you thank you for your support over all these years
2: thanks for having me yeah, yeah
1: can't wait course. to have you on the radcast yes sure. and I mean, and radcast. radcast. yes exactly but until next time the house lights are up the film's off the reel you don't have to go home but you can't stay here see you next time